Namaste. Welcome to yet another Loka Kalyana Seva talk. Today we have Sri Rajesh Sangamadu, and he will be speaking about his experience of Chaturmasa observation. This is going to be his sixth year. And uh, we have titled it as Well-Being Through Food and Discipline. Without much ado, Rajesh, please go ahead. Ariyom. Namaste, everyone. You know, I was as I was preparing for this talk, I thought I will um, try to bring in some something which is very familiar for us, which is the current stock market trends. Uh, if I were to ask you, um, how many of you actually are looking at uh, stock market and has it gone down today? I'm pretty sure that most of you would have noticed the stock market has gone down. And if I were to ask you, what are the chances that it's going to come up tomorrow? You may or may not have an answer. If I ask you, what are the chances that it will come up uh, in the next, let's say, one month? You may or may not be right. If I ask you, what are the chances it will come up irrespective of the time period? Almost everybody will say yes. It will come up. What has to go? What has gone down has to come up and what has gone up has to go down. That's the seasonality that is there in the uh, stock market. Now, if you look at uh, our own lives, start looking at observing the nature around, you will also start seeing certain uh, seasonality or patterns which repeat over a period of time. The first pattern that, uh, that repeats, as, uh, as all of us know it very well, it's a day and night pattern. So once in every 24 hours, there's a roughly 12 hours of day, uh, sunshine, and then the sun sets, the moon rises, then you have the night, and the night turns into day, day turns into night. And that denotes the movement of time, gives us an indication of time. The second pattern is uh, uh, people who are uh, familiar with uh, uh, Ekadashi and a uh, uh, little bit of astronomy, you know the waxing and waning of the moon phases. That's the second pattern. That's a regular pattern once in roughly 14 days that the moon waxes from, uh, 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 you know, going from, uh, uh, from uh, 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 Shukla Paksha to Krishna Paksha, Krishna Paksha to Shukla Paksha. That's the 14-day cycle. That kind of you know, gives, us, gives us a month. Then the other third pattern that you would notice is uh, in, in, in a period of 12 such months, where uh, especially uh, if we are coming in from, uh, let's say, the tropical kind of countries, you will notice there are roughly uh, four, uh, six seasons uh, spread across 12, 12 months. Roughly each of the uh, seasons, roughly for about two two particular months, two months in a year. And incidentally, today, uh, I just noticed that uh, today, the uh, Ashada Masa began, 29th of uh, August, uh, 29th of uh, uh, June. And Ashada Masa, uh, big, uh, Ashada Masa is the, is the month in which Chatur Masa comes in. And the reason why I'm kind of, you know, giving a little bit of uh, uh, overview of the cy cyclicity of these things is that uh, the cyclicity has a pattern to it. And this pattern is has been studied from the ancient uh, uh, by the ancient rishis and have been codified in multiple ways. For example, uh, in in the daily pattern, you would notice most of us are pretty active during the daytime, 
and i'm not talking about some of the night owls like my children or your children maybe but otherwise uh, most of us are active during the daytime and most of us are not that active during the uh, night times and the reason being very simple uh, taking an analogy of uh, of a uh, aeroplane uh, 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 flight movement it's it's a concept of a tailwind and a headwind so when 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 uh, uh, when when the sun is shining and it's like a tailwind for our activities it gives us energy to do things as fast as what we can do because we get the physical and mental energy and when it is night times obviously it's not the case now what happens is that the same pattern but that i just explained to you in a day seems to be repeating over a period of 28 days during the waxing and the waning of the moons and likewise during a period of one year all this has been codified and couple of things that i personally have discovered in the last few years has been the importance of some of these quote unquote rituals is what uh, the uh, sanatana dharma would call it uh, is the concept of fasting and modifying our food habits to suit this changing patterns so the concept of fasting on an ekadashi day is uh, is very uh, very very uh, popular and well known all across india and there's a there's an extremely scientific reason for that and we but we are not going to get into that particular reason at this point of time but what i also want to tell you is that uh, as i was researching into understanding what is the impact of some of these rituals on our own uh, pers- person as as our own self not just from a physical health perspective but also from a spiritual sadhana perspective i realized that there is another pra- traditional practice that's been followed most in most of the most of the uh, most of it, most of india and people who are quote unquote uh religious and some people do it without knowing what's the reason why they're doing it so i started delving deeper into the reason to understand what really is chaturmasa chaturmasa in short is nothing but chatur it's split as chatur which is four masa is months so it's split as it just says four months what four months what is the significance of it what what one should do why one should do it i just want to take maybe the next few minutes to explain this to you and uh, i want to um, keep this session pretty interactive and uh, let you uh, ask me stop me any time and ask any questions or anything like that but please if you don't mind give me maybe uh, two or three minutes to quickly summarize one slide that i've prepared for this particular uh, uh, discussion so with that let me just share my uh, screen with you and uh, kumar sir if you can please make me the host or uh, enable screen sharing is your slide up yeah i don't see the slide when i say share screen I that's see- okay no no problem that's okay uh, it's fine it's okay. fine i i will skip the slide i will just uh, talk talk with this slide okay. so so when you when you start looking at closely during the periods chaturmasa it typically falls between july and uh, october november time frame depending on the year and depending on whether it is a uh, 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 equivalent of leap year in in the hindu calendar where we have the concept of adhika masa one one more month added so between this july and uh, uh, november months the the common observation if you start looking at the nature is that the weather is changing significantly first from a peak 
summer which is you know which uh, uh, we had the uh, solstice just about a uh, couple of days back summer solstice on 21st of june and about two two weeks into the into the summer after the summer solstice starts the period of chaturmasa what is happening during this particular period is that the the sun's intensity is going down and why is it going down let's first understand that so the seasons are caused as you know as we what we've written in astrology astronomy classes basic astronomy is because of the rotation of the sun but actually it's not just the rotation of the sun around a uh, uh, revolution of the sun around the uh, uh, of the earth around the sun that causes the uh, seasons actually if if you if you if you go back and look at how the uh, earth is moves around its orbit the earth is actually tilted a little bit roughly about 20 degrees or 23 degrees towards the sun so there's a little bit of a little bit of a twist in the earth's uh, axis in which it rotates around it revolves around the sun this this rotation this this tilt causes um, the uh, sun sun rays to hit maximum during six months of the year and then during another six months of the year it goes down and since most of the humanity lives in the northern hemisphere of the world it so happens that the 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 months when it is actually when the tilt is actually away from the sun when sunlight doesn't hit as much as what it's supposed to hit when the if the sun were if the earth were vertical that period is known as chaturmasa so basically effectively during this four months depending on where you live in the in the in the which part of the world what happened can you hear me yeah can you hear me i don't know somehow yes. we're getting a reflection yes. please mute your mute your somebody else sir at the host can you please mute everybody everybody please mute your ranji could you please mute okay sorry about that uh so these four months the sun's heat on the earth is not as as much as what we are supposed to get it and that causes the seasons so the the heat the summer changes into a rainy season the rainy season ch- changes into you know pre winter and from the pre winter it goes on to become winter and then again spring sets in and summer that's the season seasonality so when i started looking into understanding what exactly is chaturmasa why people observe what what are they doing and and things like that so at the very very basic level the the concept of chaturmasa is that you have to adjust the food habits according to the changing nature and the changing season that's it that's all it says four months of huge intense seasonal changes and our scriptures or religious practices says if you adjust the food habits according to the changing nature and seasons then you are getting attuned to what is happening in the nature and if you if you recall you know most of the time we fall sick because uh, not because the, the 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 season has changed it's because we are not able to adapt to the change so effectively what chaturmasa practice says is that as if you are able to figure out a way of adapting to the changes that has been happening during those four months of uh, four months then you will have perfect harmony with the nature and when you have perfect harmony with the nature because we are built to the same five elements as what the nature constitutes of we will not have we will not fall sick that's the fundamental premise 
when does it happen between july and november time frame what what are the things that we should be doing during this chaturmasya so basically the scriptures state that there are certain restrictions and what we can eat and what we cannot eat during this four months and we also follow mind mindful eating basically what it means is that we have to eat the right type of food at the right quantity and which is of the right quality now what are the restrictions on the food let me take a minute to explain that so the first month so divide this four months period of four months into uh, one two three and four the first month which starts let's say july 9th incidentally and i encourage any one of you to uh, if you are interested after this particular discussion if you want to have a uh, you know a little bit more details happy to have a conversation with you or we've even written a book uh, which summarizes the experiences of couple of our people who have been doing this chaturmasya to basically guide guide everybody so in this four months the first month from summer it gets to rainy season and during the rainy season it's expected that we avoid all sorts of leafy vegetables okay that's it the second month it it the seasons i know after the rain goes off a little bit when the seasons keep changing a little bit it's expected that we avoid milk the third month sorry we avoid yogurt and the third month we avoid milk and the fourth month we avoid all uh, dal all lentils that's it that's the very very basic plan that we can do and as long as we are able to eat mindfully eating the right type of quantity right type of quality of the food then the scripture says that we get attuned to the seasons and perfect health happens now there is another aspect to this the other aspect of it is you know uh, in terms of how a human being is built from from the from the uh, uh, ayurveda perspective or from the indian uh, philosophy perspective vedanta or advaita gita gita perspective we are not we are not just the body we are constituted of five layers of our personality so the physical body is just that part of the body that is uh, that people view physically and that's that's uh, uh, nourished by the food what we eat and the subtle component of the food uh, which is there in it nourishes the subtler components of a body which is basically the manomaya kosha pranamaya kosha and the vijnanamaya kosha so effectively what we're saying is that for to maintain a maintain a harmonious balance between these pancha koshas if you are able to restrict the not restrict i would say if you are able to uh, attune ourselves to the practices what's been prescribed in chaturmasya practices then the personality will the chances of this personality getting integrated becomes much higher and when i say integrated what i mean is that if you are talking something if you are saying something and if you are thinking something if you are doing something all of them will get aligned very easily the other part of it is if if people uh, who are a little bit more uh, uh, let's say who have practiced let's say a couple of ekadashis more and understand what what fasting is what eating food in limited quantity means and things like that what they can also do is they can also take take up certain types of uh, uh, control on certain other sensory inputs like reducing your tv time or you know doing some scriptural study during this four, four months and things like that so that way there's a little bit of an alignment into what what our spiritual goal is and what we will uh 
and and the practice what we will do will aid in our spiritual work so with that uh, i'm just going to stop here and maybe take two references from our scriptures that actually talk about chaturmasa which i personally read about it uh, if you if you remember bhishma pitama bhishma pitama actually uh, decides to leave his body the mortal body when the sun turns into uh, what what is called as the uttarayana punya punya kala so effectively because of the tilt tilt of the earth and because of uh, the revolution around the around the sun uh, the the this there seems to be an apparent movement that the sun is going up and down from the tropic of cancer to capricorn and capricorn to, to cancer that when it when it goes from the tropic of uh, cancer to capricorn it is known as dakshinayana pullakala punyakala and when it goes from bottom to up it's known as uttarayana punyakala so that's one reference where 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 chaturmasa comes about in the mahabharata and in ramayana after uh, uh, rama kills vali uh, you know the promise what sugriva makes to him saying that hey you kill uh, 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 vali and i'll help you find your uh, wife so unfortunately sugriva forgets his promise and he starts enjoying with his wives and all that lakshmana gets terribly angry at that point of time at that point of time rama says that it is chaturmasa time after chaturmasa time let's go and remind sugriva about his uh, uh, promise to us anyway for up to chaturmasa time we are not supposed to be doing any of this uh, you know interesting or important activities because it the nature is not conducive or it does not help us in doing those kind of activities as much as what it would help during the other other months so let's try to let's try to do the uh, minimal things in terms of living our lives in the forest for the for the for the next four months and then go remind pali so these are the two references that i have personally read uh, in ramayana and mahabharata that talk about the significance of chaturmasa i'm sure that there are many more references but i personally do not know and uh, uh, however it's been about uh, six it's my sixth year now that i'm going to do chaturmasa and i'm really really excited to see how it's going to uh, it's going to be helpful uh, in the spiritual practice as well as uh, in the health improvement as well so with that uh, you know i want to pause here and uh, uh, kumar sir with your permission i would love to see if there are any questions i've been talking for a long time and i would love to see how we can make this session interactive and how we can uh, encourage each other to get in tune with nature excellent thanks rajesh uh, the very first question that uh, got me was we don't have per se in america what is called the rainy season or monsoon season like we experience in india so my question is if you say first month second month third month and fourth month so when there's no rain or monsoon how does our food get impacted in terms of the five koshas uh, if you could explain that as in other words i'm asking you to normalize to our geography absolutely 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 actually it's a very valid question i agree with you because uh, uh uh you know all these scriptures that have come out from india have probably been uh, written for people who have been living around that indian subcontinent i i, I agree with you and i recognize that uh, uh, recognize that as a uh, as a very uh, fundamental question so what i have what i found is that uh, uh 
the two 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 things to uh, really think about this the first one is is the northern hemisphere of this uh, of this world and especially the let's say the U- united states as a continent do we think that united states as a continent is not connected to the food chain across the entire world let's understand that first fundamental question if you are not connected maybe the the question the question is very very relevant but if you are connected then we'll have to think about it number 1 number 2 the seasonal changes may not be as apparent as what it is what it is there in in the equatorial region but are there seasonal changes that happen or not do we see similar kind of changes that are happening for example uh if if we go to supermarkets if you go to supermarkets we find all kinds of food available at all times of the, of the year but certain times of the year certain types of foods are much more prominent and i have seen this in the supermarkets you will find more greens coming up during this period of the time unfortunately this is the time that you should not be eating the greens see that's the, that's the reason i was asking because then it's not about marketing of greens but more importantly what we see and what we get will be a normal stretch meaning from the hands perspective to pick up in a grocery store or a, a, in a vegetable market so that's correct so when you say you have to avoid it and when there is plenty of that in the in a place where we live um i mean i'm kind of wondering how does that affect my body in this part of the world especially correct. from a chaturmasa observation perspective correct correct so that's those are the two uh, two uh, two i would say logical reason from a from a, a body perspective but let's let's think about it let's let's extend the particular argument what what i was uh, trying to explain to go beyond the beyond the physical part of our personality physical part of our personality you know even if you do a equal division of the five layers of a human personality it is just one fifth of a personality you know four fifth of us is is not the physical part of it how do we know what we are eating is actually impacting our um, emotional personality or the um, intellectual personality right the point is unless until we make an experiment to experiment either by elimination or addition it is not possible for us to figure out what these impacts of the foods will cause for example i can i can i can uh, i can make this bold statement uh, to all of you here please try eating onions and garlic for the next one week regularly and please think about your um, let's say uh, your ability to solve complex math problems versus please abstain from it for let's say one ma- one week again and please think about your ability to solve complex math problems and if you get if you get some insights about how these two periods with the onions and garlic and without the onions and garlic have impacted your ability to solve math problems i think you'll get the understanding that foods have an impact in the way that we think foods have an impact in the way that we behave okay certain foods are, uh, give rise to uh, anger certain foods give rise to you know uh, a calm feeling in us they induce that calm feeling in us why that's because the the quality of the food is measured in multiple ways you know the western world has this calorific content value nutritional value and all that in the 
in the uh, uh, ayurveda and in the uh, bhagavad gita food is divided into three types of categories the sattvic food the rajasic food and the tamasic food although bhagwan does not say what is uh, sattvic rajasic or tamasic food it has been codified in these spiritual practices which says okay hey during this period don't eat this because it is not sattvic it's not necessarily that the same food is uh, even when somebody says uh, a particular food is not sattvic or not rajasic or particular food is tamasic it is not necessary that that food is rajasic and tamasic all the time certain times of the day certain times in the month certain times in the year it could change so wow. it's 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 it's, it's, it's there's no there's no one one brush that you can paint everything with so that's why that's why sometimes we we may have to think about uh, you know uh, following it practicing it and then realizing the benefit and saying hey looks like there's something some deeper science that probably none of us have been able to understand it and explain it very well but experiential learning does indeed validate that just to follow up rajesh uh, am i to understand that the chaturmasa of the four months really does not map with the four months of the american you know calendar like you said july to november as otherwise yes. okay so that's number 1 and if it is so then you alluded to the other aspect of eating rajasic food sattvic food and you know the tamasic food i mean managing them but what you say then is we need to understand between the market and the growth market as in what is being pushed because there is competition in general in the world also nowadays as you said rightly in india also you get all kinds of vegetables or all kinds of foods throughout the year so it confuses the heck out of the person i'm sorry to put this challenge because to me it's it's a little struggle for me to observe chaturmasa from that perspective so what would you recommend uh, uh, kumar sir it's a very great question and actually if you look at it you know uh, At, at at a very apparent level it seems that it's a very complex thing but it's a very very uh, simple adjustment that we have to make it's only for one month which is roughly 28 days that we are not supposed to eat greens that's it first month next month avoid yogurt third month avoid milk last month avoid lentils that's all we are saying and that means in the first month you can eat yogurt you can eat milk you can eat leg- legumes in the second month you can eat greens so it's just that you're shifting the pattern the reason why we're shifting this pattern is we're trying to attune ourselves to the nature think about it this way i mean this is very this this hit me when i first learned learned about this greens grow in uh, um, you know moist moist environment and during the rainy times especially when it comes to um let's say the tropical tropical country um there are a lot of insects and worms that get onto the leaves and that causes dysentery right now i'm trying to explain the significance of why you should avoid greens in 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 a very familiar language that we understand from a disease perspective uh, epidemic perspective by by sharing this example there are other reasons similarly as to why we should not eat uh, uh milk or drink milk 
or eat your eat yogurt and food based uh, legumes in the last month i don't have all the reasons but have i experienced the benefits of it answer is yes i have experienced the benefits of it so rajesh ji uh, this is manohar i have a question uh, i'll turn on my video at least um, okay the question is um, so chaturmasa starts today right 29th no 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 it starts on 9th of 9th of july okay 9th of july so if you take this four month period and if because we in us as kumar garu has mentioned some of the you know questions i mean like doubts we get if we shift this period from let's say instead of starting from july 9th we start from let's say january 9th mm-hmm. but we follow the same pattern the of uh, food habits of you know following the food guidelines right i think the benefits should remain same um, because i'm trying to see because obviously the seasons are different and in us you know summer is starting now actually so if we follow this pattern in general it doesn't matter when you start but if you follow this pattern uh, the benefit should be same that's what i if i say that do you agree or uh, uh, um, i i i you know i i think you make a logical point but i don't think i would uh, uh, i would uh, completely uh, agree with you and here is the reason why Why? Look at uh, you. Look at what's been happening um, at a uh, larger scale, right? So um, you know we understand the day and night patterns, and day and night patterns are more or less similar across all parts in the globe, right? And uh, it's just that the timing is different based on which part of the world we are we are based in, and even the seasons occur. Now, what happens is there are these these forces that we talked about, which will aid us like a tailwind or a headwind. they are common across because in, if you look at it from a you're, we are looking at it from a from a micro perspective saying that i am based in the us what is applicable for me and what is applicable for people in india but you for a moment zoom yourself out if you are if if you imagine yourself sitting on let's say mars and viewing earth you know whatever is happy does not matter from that perspective from a from a from a uh, in the in the macro scale in the from a planetary scale what's happening in in because they are they are separated by a few thousand sorry there is some communication break happening yeah. i don't know why the, the microphone is intermittent think, yeah it's very choppy okay uh-huh. do you want me to re- do you want me to repeat the repeat what i said please. yeah can you please yeah yeah what i'm saying is that uh, you know from a micro perspective you're right okay it seems that yes you know us is a different place and india is a different place the seasons are different and all that stuff but the the my point is these forces what these energies that are surrounding us you know the are you able to still hear me yeah we did he break again it's a little choppy yeah you're choppy again i think when you turn your head maybe it's losing the microphone connection i think Oh, no. You have to pull that cable out, otherwise it won't. Uh, mic won't. Yeah, it will be muted. No, he's not muted. If you can you hear me now. Ah, yeah. yes. Now we yeah. can hear. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Thank you. I think there was a problem with this. So, what I'm saying is that uh, you know, if we look at it from from a 
from the uh, from a very larger perspective okay let's say that we we see the what's happening in earth from mars or from moon then these differences are like minor difference between india and us it really doesn't matter and but but what one thing what we'll have to think about it from from the perspective of the the energy forces uh, uh, which are which are which which kind of you know impact the so, so solar energy which impacts on the on the earth during this period really uh, uh, you know at a at a macro when you look at it from that perspective it this is just a minor difference in 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 delta difference between the distance between these two places but from a larger perspective it's the same phenomena that's been happening so it's like you know headway during that. i think i think that's a good way of uh, uh, thinking uh, i'm tempted to actually i agree to a greater extent because instead of looking at uh, the mapping with the seasons and after all us ge- geometry i mean geography is 12 hours difference right so our longitude and latitude even our nakshatras and our tithis you know they change only by 12 hours i mean uh, gap is 12 hours we are apart by 12 hours right so overall maybe i think um, the whole uh, situation conditions do exist uh, here uh, even though they may not map exactly to the seasons what we maybe the seasons may not play a primary role uh, then in that case uh, it's something else uh, which is pretty much common across the globe across the whole maybe thank you thank you that that's a, a probably a better way of putting it than what i have been able to articulate i have a question See, I don't agree with this because, you know, for here, in, I, I am from California, the best seasons to have your fresh fruits and vegetables is during this time. So we would go after that because it's the best time and the freshest. Same thing, I came from Kerala. There, Karkidagamasam, let's say July, it's pouring rain and we are not supposed to eat all these things because they are poisonous or whatnot. We are limited Uh, menu what we are supposed to do so that is perfectly all right for kerala or any other part of india way the same season but i don't in my mind i don't think it is feasible for this you california especially because these four months you are talking about is the best month of the year if you say about winter that's fine it's a different season but these four months are I, in my mind, is the best funds that you can have the fresh stuff. I, I agree with you. I also live in California. It's uh, it's been about uh, five years that I've been. Uh, uh, this is my sixth year now. I'm doing this Chaturmasa, and I completely agree with you. Um, but but again, to going back to uh, first question, what Kumar sir was asking, um, I'm not saying that uh, we avoid everything. Okay, I'm saying there's this. schema which is there first month avoid this second month this third month this fourth month all i'm saying is that only avoid that that's number one that's the type of food avoidance the second thing that we should also think about is you know uh, uh, especially if if especially if we are if we are concerned about the spiritual growth and uh, uh, intensity of the spiritual growth then we should also consider how much quantity of the food are we eating for example Uh, one of the best advices actually it was kumar sir who gave me this advices when i started chaturmasa was that you decide what you want to do and you go ahead and stick to it now the point was it was a marathon of four months okay then it was my decision what i had to do and i had to stick stick to my own word 
So one of the things that I said was that I'm going to eat only limited quantities of what I'm supposed to be eating. And I said, rather than go on a binge eating, I started eating very, very minimal quantities, what is required for, for my body. And over a period of time, I figured out what the balance was. So the second thing is it gives you some sort of a discipline to moderate your own eating as, as an individual. So now we are moving away from the type of food to be eaten to a little bit of discipline that we can bring ourselves. And the reason why this period we can use it as a discipline is that this period is supposed to be conducive for this kind of spiritual activities. So starting with food, for example, I, I determined that, you know, I would uh, not watch any TV at all or any sorts of movies or quote unquote entertainment, right? If at all I wanted to watch anything, it will be some discourses or whatever. And I stuck to it. For some days, yes, I, I slipped up and I, uh, I did not uh, follow that. It, it, it does happen. But the point is, you know, it's, uh, perfection is never perfect. It's, it, perfection, is, perfection is always in practice. I have a question. Yes, sir. Is this Chaturmasa a spiritual ritualism or it is Ayurvedic? Which one is it? I'm sorry, I didn't get your first part of your question. You, you is, said it, is it on the basis of uh, religious, uh, from the religious uh, ritualism? I just don't know exactly what I, what I'm trying is the difference between Ayurvedic and the and our whatever our shastras are saying. Correct. Now, Correct. which is this on based on? I've never heard Chaturmasa in my life. Absolutely. I'm very ignorant in my things. Yeah, but absolutely. I don't no, want I completely to be understand. clear about that. I understand. So your question is: Is this is this based on Ayurveda, or is this based on uh, some sort of rituals that uh, that yeah, we have? like like Ekadashi, etc. You were saying I know that, but Correct. I don't know whether it is from because basically. Probably it's on the basis of your health. That means it is towards Ayurvedic rather than towards the, even though in Gita you showed that Satvik and other things they are given, but it's not given so specifically that you have to avoid this food today, then the thing like that. Okay. I just don't understand how, what is it about. Yeah, the, the short answer from whatever I have researched so far, I don't think Ayurveda has any restrictions on what you uh, what you have to do or you should not do during Chaturmasa, but I think it comes more from um, more from the uh, the understanding what our uh, uh, Sanatan Dharma has uh, on how these seasons impact us, how this changing uh, climate climate uh, impacts people's uh, mind body, and therefore certain restrictions have been put into practice. So that it can become uh, as what they would call it as uh, something which is, you know, you start living with it as life. So uh, to the extent to your point, you know, I'm going to answer it in slightly different way as well. Yeah, I don't think it is Ayurvedic. That's all. It is it is said that anybody who's above 16 years, and I have read this somewhere, I can't recollect where I read this. Anybody above 16 years, male, female, doesn't matter. They are expected to do this Chaturmasa. And the, the expectation is only because... Thank you, you know, for your point. You know, this is probably a different way of how our scriptures explain. Our scriptures explain saying that what you have to do and what you don't have to do. But you need a much, much bigger spiritual guide to decode that particular thing. And, and sometimes some of the spiritual gurus will help us to decode it. Sometimes it, they, don't, they don't do it. 
And unfortunately, I have seen that Chaturmasa is such a simple practice that you can actually tune yourself to the nature. And uh, people don't explain it in quote-unquote uh, logical and understandable way. Whereas for someone like me, I come from an engineering and science background. You know, for me, it is a question of why, 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 why. And then after some time, I said, you know, even if I don't know the, all the answer for why, as long as I'm getting the benefits of it, why don't I do it? Right? So I, I moved beyond the why question. I, I just was also wondering uh, if it is from July, August, September, and October, say. If I, now, if, when I was living in India. I'm having a Zoom meeting. I cannot talk right now. Ranji, uh, please. Some other time. Sorry, sir, you were saying something. I was saying that uh, uh, I'm remembering that many of the months prior to July in South or in North, I don't know South now, I've forgotten about it, I was there. There is no vegetable allowed those days, you know, very ordinary. The greens were almost not existing. The green would come somewhere after the monsoon. Now, Chaturmasa is saying don't take greens when the greens are available. That's what I was wondering why they, those ancient rishis were very thoughtful. Somewhere they, they might have perhaps you know, given us a better direction. Can I, can I make a statement and hopefully, you know, that we can think on those lines? One is during the seasonal changes which uh, Rajesh Karu mentioned, Rajesh, you mentioned earlier, in India especially, right? From summer to you know, rainy season starting and there's a transition into winter. During that time, the skies are actually cloudy and uh, overall metabolism, the temperature levels are coming down. So overall metabolism in the body, the rate at which the food is digested, the rate at which food is burnt will be reduced. So because of, that, the, because of that, that may be the appropriate time to exercise restraint in the type of food and the quality quantity of the food. Uh, if I say that statement, does it make any sense? I will 100% agree with you because, Absolutely. because each of these food, foods, what we eat, uh, are measured with uh, what is called as uh, the, uh, uh, they call it as, you know, in, in, in Ayurveda, it's called as heat. Uh, or in, in Telugu, it's called as Ushna, Ushna Amsha. So each of them have a certain property, which uh, which our uh, uh, our scriptures have decoded what is good and what is bad for human consumption. So uh, you know, like I said, it, it's a, it's it's a it's a practice for which the science behind the practice has not been explained. And uh, I have seen my parents uh, do this for years, and I've always wondered, you know, why why these people are doing this, you know, and and. And it's only after a particular point of time in my life when I realized the importance of doing this. And then I realized, then when I go talk to people now, especially in some of the temples and all that, it's, it seems to be a very common practice that everybody who understands this is doing it. Yeah. People who have lost touch with that particular understanding, they, they don't do it. So, so coming back to the question, like Kumar Garu mentioned earlier, um, how relevant, it, how relevant it is to shift or rather implement this practice, practice this practice. 
in US when actually the heat levels and the temperature, I mean, sun, clearer skies, skies are shifted compared to India. So if we shift, we told Chaturmasa from Diksha from now until the time when we face a similar situation like India where sun is going away and then, you know, clouds, clouds are coming in and then temperature is dropping. Does it have the same effect? Or is it more practical to do that? No, Manoji, I don't think uh, uh, that would be a, a very good way of doing it. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I go to the Veda temple here. And uh, one of the things that I've, I have learned uh, from the Veda temple is that the, uh, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the astro astrological phenomena doesn't vary that much, this, this broader astrological phenomena. Okay, doesn't vary that much across, you know, India or US. Maybe by a day or a day and a half, it might it might differ, uh, but otherwise, I don't think it varies that much. Okay, so there are multiple factors which contribute to, uh, to final outcome of this, basically. Correct. Relevance of this practice is based on multiple factors, not only the metabolism and the you know overall energy levels going down, because as we all understand. In winter, we get lazy a little bit and we, our energy levels go down. Yeah. And obviously, our, our digesting power also goes down. Yeah. And uh, I could see I myself, when I go to India, um, my digestive power really significantly increases. I feel hungry, more hung, hungrier than um, from my hometown to Hyderabad to you know, US. I could see a drastic change. The quantity of you know the temptation to eat or rather the you know, hunger in me appetite increases. If I may go to my hometown in Karimnagar, there is a river Godavari. Because of that, I don't know, or because of the temperatures, I don't mind. I don't have any problem eating three times a day, and then uh, I always have a tendency, right? Right. So, yeah. the so multiple factors. Maybe the orientation and the you know position of Earth at that time in the solar system and the metabolic activities and the availability of the seasonal, you know, the effect of rain on the leafy vegetables or, you know, etc. There are multiple reasons why. So even if one factor is not relevant in this country, maybe the other factors are relevant. I don't know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and I must tell you, you know, when we, when we wrote this book, we had people uh, other than me, other people were all, you know, first time, uh, first time uh, uh, triers of this. Um, there was one person who was in the UK, one, uh, uh, one in the uh, uh, Middle East, and one, uh, two of them in India, and I was here in the US. All of us, uh, you know, uh, we just went with an open mind. We said, okay, uh, we, will, we will do this for four months and we'll see if, and all of them are obviously from uh, science and engineering backgrounds. Uh, the whole point was, okay, we may... First of all, let's see whether this is beneficial to us or not, right? And each one of us set our own individual goals and we said, okay, let's, let's do this. What has happened is that the goals, what each one of us set, and these goals were different. And that's why this, is, this, this book is more like a diary of all of us who did this in the hope that others will be benefited. So the, the goals, what we individually set, we realized that there's a little bit of impetus to complete those goals. It could be any sort of a goal. You know, someone set a goal of saying that I want to drop by 10 pounds. Somebody set a goal saying that I'm going to finish this book, read this book, understand this, or I'm going to write something about this, or I'm going to 
you know, uh, do something else, things like that. So each one of them focused on their goals. And when they focused on their goals, when they started controlling what they were eating and how much were they eating, they were able to spend the time and energy on achieving their goals. The discipline starts coming into the body. So the body becomes tuned, the mind becomes tuned, and then overall, there's a general happiness quotient that elevates with the Nasrits. Rajesh, uh, if I were to shift gears a little bit mm -hmm. in terms of uh, enough of rationality or logic, you, you did a good thing by talking about how you and your friends located in different parts of the world tried this out. So if there were, let's say, three or four benefits across four or five of you that practiced, would you like to share that so that we will know we, we, you may be forcing us, not forcing, but, you know, at least allowing us to keep our logic and rationality aside. And what could be tempting to us so that, or attractive for us so that we could try this out? Either these four months, that is question number one. Number two, have you tried these four months, like Manohar Garu and Usha Devi was mentioning, in some other part of the calendar in America? instead of July through November, did you try from November to, because we do get rain, you know, pretty much December, January in California, and then, you know, beautiful spring comes up. So maybe there are some drastic seasonal changes that we could perceive. So could you talk these two things, sir? Sure. So maybe I will, uh, I will, I kind of, you know, I, uh, I will, uh, I'll read, read out uh, a couple of benefits what, you know, uh, of, uh, one, of the, one of the persons wrote, right? Okay. okay. So, the first one, he says, uh, Chaturmasa has changed how I view food from being a live to enjoy food kind of a guy. I now eat to live. I plan to continue with two meals per day with a cheat day to eat outside and or non-sattvic food once a fortnight. Excellent. Okay. Then, uh, so I, that, that's one, one insight. And second thing is, I learned that there are plenty of nutritious grains, lentils, fruits, and other ingredients that can be used to cook sumptuous meals. I plan to eat sattvic foods as much as possible going forward. And this actually was coming from a person who was a red meat eater. Okay. Uh, then another Rajesh, one. Um, Rajesh ji, I have a couple of questions. Yeah. Uh, number one, basically, are we talking this uh, Masa just from the northern hemisphere perspective? What what happens in southern hemisphere? Would the same four months be valid? Uh, I don't know the answer to that question, sir. But my feeling is that uh, you know. Uh, uh, I don't know if, if uh, any significant percentage of our human population lives in the Southern Hemisphere. Well, basically Australia and New Zealand yeah. and all yeah. of them. Yeah. My number two question was, is this restriction limited to just the regular food? What about fruits and spices and nuts? We can eat all of them. There's no problem. Oh, there's no restriction on there's that. There's no restriction on that. Okay. Just these four. And, pardon? Just the four items, I believe. Just the four items. Spinach, yogurt, 
spinach yogurt milk yeah. and uh, lentils yeah, everything else excluded th- there's a little bit of little bit of you know uh, nuance in the lentil part of it but i'm not discussing that here at this point of time i can see the reason why this four months because it's hot weather in india and then monsoons and all that but we as you go north say the himalayan foothills would it be applicable there also say i am from kashmir originally would it be applicable there also because the weather patterns are different there yeah actually you know uh, we have to think about you know the question that manohar ji was asking and which i answered at the point of time weather patterns are an outcome of something what is the cause of the weather patterns okay you know science explains in one particular fashion and all that let's let's uh, let's shift gears to uh, understanding weather patterns as as an outcome right the cause could be just just the fact that the earth is revolving and then it's tilted you know that 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 uh, seems the the way that it, it that it looks it looks like but there are so many forces energy forces that go around during certain periods of the time of the day of the month of the year it happens and that is what our system has codified it that's how i have understood it okay, thank you thank you very much rajesh ji uh, one of our participants is asking you to show the book a little closer so that they can write down the name and where is it available because it's a small book i think it's very practical yeah it's called well being through uh, food and discipline and uh, it's co-authored by me and uh, my other uh, chaturmasi uh, people and it's you go to amazon.com and you can find the book there thank you sir vishji thank you for introducing this this uh, was new to me growing up i had heard of chaturmasa which was followed even more strictly then as you presented i have seen elders in my family do shravan somvar or do tuesday thursdays for all the four months of chaturmas eating just once or not eating at all only water etc so i always viewed chaturmas as four months to discipline oneself and the concept you presented today was to eat as per the changes of the climate and to acclimatize and bring harmony with nature so thank you for that my question is because now if i'm planning to start it how rigorous it is and i'll be specific because cilantro kothambir coriander leaves are per ayurveda helps decrease sugar in your body so i put cilantro leaves in every item i make because it's good so are we talking of leafy vegetables as an entree as a big meal item or even the little leaves that you add here and there uh, priti ji you know that's a great question and i think you know uh, there are two approaches that one can take okay one can take a uh, 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 rigorous approach and say to oneself saying that this is the discipline that i'm going to follow set my own boundaries as to what i want to do and then i'm going to follow i i fell in that category i said if the scriptures have said avoid this avoid greens i'll avoid 100% of the greens but over a period of time i realized that 
you know that may not be the best way for everybody okay so my recommendation for you would be if you say okay cilantro is one exception that you want to make and maybe let's say mint is another exception that you want to make please make that exception be conscious of that exception but don't make any more exceptions beyond that got it so customize but not yes. a lot yes at the end of the day it's you know um, it, it it it's you know you will you will you will very soon realize that it's although it's quote unquote presented as if what food discipline we need to follow within the first one month you will realize it's not about the food at all you will realize that you've gone beyond the food would love to hear your personal gains personal benefits okay um couple of things rajeshji three minutes let's see how much of your personal benefits you're going to share okay okay please yeah so i'll talk at a uh, different levels right first one at a physical level uh, it's been about 6 uh, years that uh, uh, you know i have been having a constant uh, reasonably constant weight over a period over, over the last year so uh, touchwood overweight underweight issue is completely gone number one second thing is um, i've had a, 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 i've had an injury on my shoulder for a long time and in fact uh, right now also i struggle with it um uh, the mobility of my hand mobility is not very good what i have seen is that uh, when i start when i start controlling the amount of food what i eat and uh, the the follow the chaturmasa regimen this mobility automatically becomes very easy for me wow. so i'm i'm very very 100% sure that there is something that has been happening that's aligning my physical body to to the nature number two now at an at an at an emotional level okay i completely stopped eating onion and garlic because i know that that kind of you know uh, gives induces lethargy within us although there are certain health benefits in it but after having spent the last 5 5 and a half 6 years now i realized that onion and garlic although they have physical health benefit they are not as good to from a from a mental uh, perspective for us to uh, to have a sharper mind to understand scriptures so i do eat onions and garlic and when i go outside i do eat but if you ask me will i eat anything i will answer is no and i completely dropped it and i'm very very happy about it and that helps me from an emotional perspective third thing i uh, used to get very uh, agitated and angry for some some reason or the other now i must say that you know the incident, number of incidents where i get angry or agitated has dropped significantly part of the reason i can attribute is only because of the change in the food and the discipline that these particular uh, practices have brought in into my life fourth thing um, there are certain complex uh, advaita vedanta topics that is very difficult for me to understand and during the chaturmasa period it seems pretty easy to understand them and i do not know why although if i can explain to you saying that it is impact of the food and all that stuff you might think okay yeah i know you're making 2 plus 2 equal to 4 but the point is during that period it happens to me that i'm able to understand the same concept that i was not able to understand earlier and i don't know the reason why i say take it as a blessing and i continue following it excellent i like all the four Thanks for sir, Vimlayer, sir, the food that uh, is available in the market, it's not like grown in the same place. So to attribute to the season, so it comes from all over the world. So I think you know that seasonal uh, significance attaching to the vegetables or the fruits 
may not be so relevant so the only way we can think is experiment on yourself and see the results for yourself that's the best way because it, we don't know where it is grown because and how it is processed there are so many things in the chain when it comes to the supermarket so the only thing is i think when we experiment we can get the results so because each one is different and each condition is different so but i also have seen satvik food really helps i also follow satvik food for many 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 years it makes a great difference and even with my kids i can see like you know going dairy free has really improved their health a lot so uh, yeah it has like small small things my daughter had little rashes it just it just disappeared just going dairy free so i just wanted to share that so such things happen so we can only experiment and see the results instead of doubting try try and see the results for yourself so that has helped me also sir that's why Absolutely. i just want thank you so much vimla ji i i agree to to your comment and uh, Uh, you know i am not an expert on food neither am i an expert on yoga or anything although i am uh, i used to teach yoga but i can tell you that you know the experimentation what we will be able to do on ourselves that's that nobody can take it away if we are benefited by it and if you are not benefited by it nobody is asking us to follow right yeah just be open minded and accept yes. and try for yourself that's yes. the only way instead of doubting and let go in that experience yes thank you thank you sir Thank you so much Rajeshi I really appreciate this was a very spirited discussion also about spirituality in terms of how food affects so thank you very much and thank you all for logging in please let us know if you need any other kind of topic to be discussed we need to find a speaker which I'll try to do but meanwhile see if you can haunt to use the word Rajesh to see what more you can learn the next 4 months as vibhulaji said with an open mind just to experiment after all we have our own lab our body and we can check our intellect level as rajeshi was beautifully mentioning how things appear to us more clear even though he didn't want to immediately hit on the you know word saying that it's food but most of us know what food does to us especially after a good fat meal anybody is active with that namaste 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 everyone thank you rajesh ji thank you thank you rajesh ji absolutely thank you